What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Creator's Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight right here on Fightful. I, as always, am Stephen Jensen here, as always, with Jeremy Lambert. And today, our guest is a U.S. Army veteran. He is a professional wrestler. He is a professional eater. We are joined by Megabyte Ronnie. How you doing, man? Thank you for joining us. No problem, man. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Doing good. Doing good. I Yes, I have a lot of things I want to talk about. Um, I could probably talk to you for hours because... I actually am a big fan of competitive eating, like unironically, like I actually do follow, I follow a lot of the YouTubers. I follow some of the competitive scene a little bit. I get really hyped up for the 4th of July every year for the Nathan's contest. So like mm-hmm. I have a lot of pro wrestling stuff. I want to ask a lot of uh, competitive eating type stuff. So I'm, I'm like really excited for this episode. Sick, man. I love talking about eating. So we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk it up. Let, let's start with the the hot dog eating contest. We're, we're talking a little bit off air and Jensen mentioned. I want to hit you up like the day after the contest was done and see if you want to talk to us. And you're like, yeah, I'm kind of, I've got of done on those days. So how was the, the Nathan's hot dog eating experience and how are you feeling now or, or two weeks removed? Is it? Yeah, I mean, two weeks removed, I'm feeling fine. Uh, this past <laughs> weekend, I, I actually did a, an ice cream challenge. I ate eight pounds of ice cream this this weekend. Oh, so I'm, I'm back in it. Uh, as far as like Nathan's go, man, like that, that day is just the best day of the year, without a doubt. Like I, I count down starting 364. Like I cannot wait to the 4th of July to get back on surface still well for, for Nathan's. Just the contest, the atmosphere, uh, getting to see all my eating friends and we, we all go out and party that night. It's just like everything. It's the best day of the year, hands down. Yeah, you know, and me and Jeremy both look forward to it as fans because we didn't even know before we talked to each other this 4th of July. Um, I hit him up. I direct message him. This is a true story. I direct message him and I said, I was like, hey, man, uh, we're definitely going to be talking about the hot dog eating contest on the show on Thursday. And he immediately sent me a screenshot of him watching the contest at home. Like he was already watching it. So like tradition. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um so yeah, so I, I don't even know exactly where to start. I, but my first question on, on the on the eating side and when it comes to the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, um, as a competitor yourself, um, competing against someone like Joey Chestnut, who like is so dominant, but like so impressive. Is it something when you compete against a guy like that? Is it like just cool to be like up there competing with a guy who's who's so legendary at what he does? Or is it a little frustrating because like you want to win, but he like wins by so much every year that it almost seems like the fight for second place is kind of like where the real competition is at. And then Joey just kind of, I mean, he, he might put someone in a headlock and still win the competition. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, what's it like competing against a guy like that? Uh, Well, to like, to shine a light on this, or I don't know, to use the wrestling term, Spartan you up to the to eating business. Joey, Joey Chestnut is really only untouchable at hot dogs. So like, right. The number two eater in the world, Jeff Esper, I believe in the past year hasn't lost to him at another contest besides hot dogs. So it's like, it's it's cool. And Joey is the goat without a doubt. Like it's cool to be on stage with Joey. Like I've been there like five times while he breaks the record. Like I'm on the table while Joey's down like five people away from me breaking records. You know? Yeah. But uh, it's it's like um. I, I don't know. Like I'm okay with him being so dominant at hot dogs because like 
and ice cream and uh, chili and stuff like that. I'm I'm not that far behind him, so I, I don't know. It's it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. I, that, and I'm glad you brought that up because for people who who don't pay much attention, you know, like the the Fourth of July is like like the Super Bowl of it, like the right. the hot dog eating contest. But there, the major league eating happens all throughout the year, um, not just on an MLW scale, but like or sorry, ML MLE scale, major league eating. But you have um like YouTubers and stuff like that are, that are making full-time uh, careers on YouTube, whether it's like in actual competitions or just eating really large amounts of food, um, just like sitting at a restaurant or something. So kind of where, um, where do you think you kind of fit into the space? Because you do it competitively. I know you're a ranked eater currently. Um, do, do you like being a part of, of, cause I've heard like varying things about like being a part of that, majorly eating versus like doing it independently and like kind of how do you feel about kind of your spot right now in that scene yeah i think um so the people who do it independently and they do it at the top of the independent level i think that's pretty smart for them i think uh like financially they they can make a lot more money doing contests that aren't mle related uh you know mle only has a set amount of contests per year but if you're doing independent like you can find an eating contest like every friday saturday and sunday like you can just travel around doing eating contests and, and make a decent amount of money so the the people who do it independent i don't blame them for for me personally uh i don't know it's never really been about a money thing like i for me it's just like it's uh it's really cool to be able to compete at the highest level of the sport against the other top level uh athletes of the sport so like if i was the 20th best uh throwing the football in the world i would want to be in the nfl playing you know nfl football but like i'm the 20th best eater in the world so i want to be in major league eating and i want to be going against the best eaters at the best contest so that's that's the reason i do that i want to know how one just gets into competitive eating as a kid are you just like man i'm really eating a lot are you you at the lunch table challenging your friends like i bet i can eat all of this before like how do you actually get into competitive eating and realize like i have a knack for eating a lot of food in a short amount of time it was it was sort of an accident so like um back in 2013 like man versus food was probably one of my favorite shows on tv and i always thought it was sick right like i always wanted to go do a restaurant challenge because you see that and you're like ah, i could do that you know you just you want to see if you could go do it well uh, i was in the army at the time and uh, i i kind of got a uh, short notice that i was deploying to afghanistan like most people get a nine months notice that they're going to afghanistan i got a two weeks notice so like I, after that two weeks notice i was like uh, you know what? Let me go try one of those challenges. Sort of like one of those things. Where, like if I don't make it back, it's like, I would always wonder. So I went down the street and I did a three pound burger and a pound of fries. And, uh, I did that in the time I deployed to Afghanistan. And while I was in Afghanistan, like I found out how you get on the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, which is, uh, you have to go to one of the 15 qualifiers around the United States, be the top men, be the top woman. So I, <laughs> it just so happened two weeks after I got back from Afghanistan, I was in Georgia there was a qualifier at Atlanta, an MLE qualifier. So I went up there and I did that and I finished second and I ate 16 the very first time I ate and they signed me to a contract that day. And I was like, well, I guess I'm pretty good at this. I'll just, I'll just do this now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. What, what's, what's your personal uh, record in hot dogs in 10 minutes? Uh, on contest it is 29.5 and I have done 35 in the backyard trying to get ready for, <laughs> for the so, contest. Uh, yeah. So, so like the preparation, that's a whole other thing. Cause you know, people might not realize like most of the competitive eaters that I kind of follow, most of them are in like really good physical shape. And mm. that was something where 
I saw people kind of like joking, you know, what like Joey Chestnut this year is, is in a boot and the people were like, well, what, he's just standing there eating, right? Like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, yeah, that might have like hindered him like working out in preparation for this. Like, there's a lot that goes into being in the kind of shape to, I mean, when, when y'all are done eating the hot dogs, you look like you just went through an entire, an entire NBA game from start to finish. I mean, <laughs> you're sweating and you're chewing and you're, I mean, it's like, it, it, it's no joke that 10 yeah. minutes, that that's hard work. It, and um, so can you speak a little to that? And, and obviously it ties in with the pro wrestling because you have to be in good shape to do that. And it all just kind of seems like you've, you've picked some, some pretty cool um, avenues to be able to use your athleticism and, and everything, uh, you know, all together in multiple sports. Yeah, man, I got, I got lucky. These kind of go hand in hand. I think they're both like, uh, you know, from like the Cardi or the carnival. So they, they're kind of very related, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things. So, so in eating, uh, your stomach is basically like a giant balloon, right? So your stomach can expand more the less fat you have because the fat is what's getting in the way of stopping that balloon from expanding. So the majority of us uh, are in good shape. I wouldn't say it's 100% because of eating, but like uh, it kind of attracts the same people. You see a lot of bodybuilders and eating or personal trainers or uh, triathlon athletes. Like You kind of see those people in eating. And it makes sense because those type of people are the same people who are eating really high-calorie meals. Same thing with like a, like a wrestler my size. Like it, I got to eat a lot of calories to stay up to 245 pounds. Like it don't, it don't just stay there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, that, that's what it sort of attracts, and it just attracts the, uh, the athlete. And, yeah, it is, it is gnarly, dude. I mean, after a 10-minute eating contest, I am wore out. Like there is – I'm useless the rest, the rest of the day. Like that's all my – uh, it's all my energy. It's all my athletic ability right there. So, and, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It kind of helps to, uh, look good in a, in a, in, in your underwear and wrestling. So less <laughs> bad I have, the better I look, you know, in my gear. <laughs> after, after the Nathan's contest, what, when do you eat your next meal? Like, um, when do you get hungry again after man. something like that? That night, man. That like, night. <laughs> me, me and my wife actually smashed like a whole large pizza at like eleven o'clock. <laughs> I want, I wanted to know, like, do, like, do you like enjoy food? Like, you can just like kind of snack on something, or you see like a, a meal or any type of food. Like, gotta finish this in like three seconds. Just like pound through it. Do people challenge you when when a meal is in front of you? Like, do you get to actually sit down and just enjoy and like savor any type of meal? So like one of, one of my funniest stories. So like whenever I go out to eat, my wife makes me eat food before we go out. So I don't buy like <laughs> two of the main courses, but yeah, but it, it does happen a lot, man, where I'll, I'll sit down with people who maybe like uh, just knew I was a competitive eater, but it's like the first time they met me and we're at a, an eating environment and I could feel like everybody at the table staring at me. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy my, my food down here. Like it's, I, I, I don't know. People do, you know, Every time there's a restaurant that has a restaurant challenge, people want me to do it. Like no matter what, like I could just accidentally go to a restaurant and there's one there and people are like, oh, oh, you're going to do that. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm not. That's not pick my spots, brother. I, I, I know you mentioned um, you've been to Atlanta. I don't know if you're if you're local to Atlanta or if you've just been here a handful of times. But are you familiar with the the big pie challenge, the giant pizza here? Is that a team challenge or is it that... is? It's two people. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering because yeah, no one I know has been successful. I've seen some like really good YouTubers do it and I'm sure it's something you'd be able to do. But my brother, I, I told my brother, I was interviewing you today and he was like, you got to ask him about big pie. Cause if he's in Atlanta, we got to We got to go at the same time. And, and one of us try to try to, Hold Jensen's on. Jensen's looking for a tag team partner. Looking for a tag team partner. It's kind of funny because like if you um if you 
are a fan of that, I actually have a challenge coming up. We're doing it next weekend with another independent wrestler. It's going to be me and Jeff Cannonball. We're going to be tag teaming a, a restaurant challenge. That's going to be coming soon to my YouTube. So that's something uh, that I'm I'm trying to incorporate more. I'm trying to find more eating uh, challenges that I can get other wrestlers in and sort of just tag team. I think a lot of people would like to see that. Oh, let's see. That's a, that's a good concept for, yeah. you see all these vlogs and everything with, with wrestlers. That's a very good concept for, for a series on YouTube. Yeah. Cannonball, Cannonball is stoked, man. He's asking me for tips all the time. <laughs> you know, he's ready for it. Uh, and, you know, and also kind of like tying it in with pro wrestling. I got to bring this guy up because he deserves so much credit. Um, in my opinion, like when it comes to hype men in, in all of sports, I think George Shea is like, he's, it's like him and Bruce Buffer or like, I mean, like legitimately, those are the guys. If, if I want someone to, to hype me up, those are the guys. Um, it's really kind of like a big pro wrestling presentation on the 4th yeah. of July. I mean, Joey Chestnut came down on like a, on like a lift type thing. And then, and, and they, and everyone has their intros, you know, they, when they come out, yours was fantastic, by the way, you came out and you had me hyped up for that contest. Like you had the crowd going, I mean, it's pretty much the most American thing you can do to be like an army veteran and then go into competitive eating on the 4th of July. Like I, I, it hypes me up, man. Well, what's that whole feeling like, like when that dude's introducing you and like, you're getting ready to, to, to put down these hot dogs, man, that's, I'll tell you what, that's why I signed that contract so fast. Cause my very first contest, man, I was the second to last person out. They kind of hyped me up as the guy who was going to beat this guy who was really good. I had no fucking shot. Sorry. I had no shot against this guy anyways. So like I come out and I have like my own entrance music. There's George Shea giving me this introduction of like how I just got back from Afghanistan and I'm here to save the country. And I'm like, Oh God, like am I really worth all that? You know what? say so like uh that was what hooked me instantly and then to have it on the fourth of july i mean like you know i i know how to get people excited so I, I know what i'm doing out there but it's just it's just really good to uh get up on that uh catwalk and hit that salute and people just go absolutely ballistic for that man i love it i love it i mean it is it is total pro wrestling i want to transition here to, to yes. wrestling yeah. um like how did you get started when it comes to wrestling, like where, where did you train at? Like how, how did that all come together with, with pro wrestling? So it's kind of funny. Like I, it was one of those things that like, I always wanted to get into. Right. So like when I got out of the army at 24, uh, I had paid like a deposit to go to Lance Storm's wrestling Academy. And like, okay. I didn't go. Like, I just, I just sort of like, uh, I don't know, kind of like chicken out or whatever. It was just like, there was, did you get your deposit back? No, I did not. Lance Storm still has 500 bucks of uh, Megabyte oh. Ronnie's money. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, but it, it's, it's all good. Like, it, it's all fine. So, like, anyways, from 24 to 29, I just kind of, like, sat around, like, not doing a whole lot. And uh, at 29, I was just like, uh, you know, that wrestling thing, if I don't go do that, then I'm not really going to be happy with, you know, like, the way this thing ends. Like, I, ha- like, I have to go do it, right? So I had a friend who was up in Buffalo, and I was just looking to kind of, like, escape my, my situation I was in at the moment, just go do something new. And it just so happened to be that there was Grapplers Anonymous in Buffalo, which is a wrestling school. I didn't I didn't know anything about it. I just moved to Buffalo and was like, there's a wrestling school there. I'm going to go there. I didn't know it was going to be like as amazing as a school as it was. So I was I was trained by Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics. Um, and then I was in the class right behind like Daniel Garcia, Kevin Blackwood and Puff. So I was like 
right behind those guys. You had the butcher teaching like an advanced class on Wednesday. Like I, I just landed in the in the best situation you could have ever asked for, for sure. Yeah, a lot of really good people came out of that scene, that Buffalo scene. A lot of people really thriving right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen you pop up a little bit in AEW as well. Um, what, what was the experience like on uh, on BTE? I, I, I marked out pretty hard seeing you you uh, doing some. I was hoping that was going to stick longer. I was, I was hoping that was going to be a longer thing. So it's it's kind of funny. So like uh, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but my my twentieth ever match was on AEW. So oh, really? like, I, wow. I was like I was like brand new, man. Like I was pretty stoked to be in a situation like that. Uh, actually, I got on to AEW because I ate chicken wings with Cody Rhodes on on Hot Ones. So like I kind of got there a different way. I got there through eating, but that's that's either here or there. Um, yeah, I mean. So for being the elite, I'm backstage, I'm hanging out, right? And the Bucks walk up to me and they're like, hey, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but we have this YouTube series. I'm like, guys, you know, like, shut the fuck up. Like, I know what the elite is. I'm a wrestler, bro. Like, I'm not just like some eater guy just hanging around back here. And they were like, hey, you know, we'd really like you to, to do this scene. We'll come up with something. And they started asking me for ideas like uh, what, what type of food I wanted. And I was just like, I want something soft. But I like I don't want something that's just like pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like I want it to look like spray every fucking way while I'm eating it. And they're like, all right, cool. So they came up with the idea with, with cake. And I wanted something that was kind of juicy. So I didn't like choke on it because I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to be drinking a lot of water in the scene. You know what I'm saying? So I right. said a lemon glazed cake. Uh, which was which is a huge mistake because those are those are way drier than I anticipated, man. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so we we go to film this scene and they're like they're telling me what they want me to do. They're like, hey, we want you to walk down this hallway and then we want you to you know come around the corner and then you're gonna give the kick to Brandon and stuff like that. And I'm like, cool. So like they didn't give me any instructions. So I just like hit that scene where I'm walking down the hallway and I did that in one take and they were like, holy shit! Like we were not like we were not expecting all this. So man, they just they just roll me into this room. Uh, I'm I'm eating two pounds or two lemon glazed cakes. My Brandon's on the phone. He's saying stuff about his scrotum, like I'm almost choking because I'm <laughs> laughing. And why I'm doing this, man? There's like ten other wrestlers in the room. Like Miro is literally like five feet away from me. Like I'm just like living the dream. I tell you that that scene was amazing. One of, one of the best things I'll probably ever do in my life. Great. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly, it was all like one shot too. Like you ate the entire thing. Like I don't think the camera even cut off of you. It was a, it was a real time. You just eat the entire cake. Yeah. yeah man. Awesome. Awesome. So, so did Cody, you know, invite you to the, the dark tapings? Cause I believe they were there. This was during the, the pandemic and everything. And it was at Daly's place. Uh, so did Cody yeah. invite you to that when you did uh hot ones with him? Yeah, so we we did hot ones. I I me and my wife got on hot ones the game show, right? So like I kind of uh was cool with Sean Evans, the host of it from that. And he reached out to me and said, Hey, during the pandemic, we're gonna do this thing like a redemption thing for people who didn't win, and you're gonna be teamed up with somebody famous. So, you know, like hot ones producers got with me and they were like, uh, so do you know like actors and celebrities? I was like, nah, not really. Cause I, I like, don't, like, I don't know pop culture, man. I was like, they're like, well, what do you know? I was like wrestling. They're like, all right, well, we'll find something for you. Um, so I had heard, they had emailed me back later and they were like, oh, so you're probably going to be doing stuff with impractical jokers. You need to start watching them. So I, I started watching impractical jokers for like two weeks to get ready for this thing, man. And then uh, I'm coming in there and I, and I start the show and there's Cody Rhodes, and uh, 
you know, we go through and we do the hot ones thing, but I don't think he was expecting me to be like sort of what I was. Uh, cause he kept complimenting <laughs> me on like my body and like my presentation and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, and then at the end of it, he was like, Hey man, we got to get you down here sometime. Uh, you know, we'll be in touch and we'll get you down here. And they never, when they invited me out there, they never told me I was wrestling or anything like that. I just sort of, uh, brought my gear with me cause you always bring your gear with you. And, uh, yeah, Smart. I got there and I was on the card. I was the very last match. Me and Brian Cage, we wrestled at like 4 a.m. And it was uh, it was it was great. <laughs> That's always bring your gear. That is yeah. that is the, yeah. the wrestler's rule that is out there. Uh, and I know those tapings at dark were were extremely, extremely long. Did, did you you know, you said Miro was right there. Did you talk to any of the wrestlers? Did you talk to Tony Khan about anything uh, happening in, in AEW? But like, kind of, who'd you interact with backstage at AEW? I, I'm gonna be honest, like I got lucky because like uh it just so happened the other Buffalo guys were there. So it was just really me, Kevin Blackwood, uh Puff and Daniel Garcia. We kind of we kind of hung out to our you know with our, our own crew. We interacted with everybody there. I mean, uh Miro was a real, real big fan of me eating, you know. Um, who else was in the room? Tony Khan was there, he was a big fan of it. Um, he was around, like I, I don't know, pretty much the whole crew, like. Nobody. No. Here's the thing about AEW that I didn't expect is that everybody there is like really cool. So you're just like backstage and everybody's just like talking. Uh, Everybody's gathered around the TV watching each other's matches. Everybody's like cheering for other people. Like it it feels like a real, real cool like brotherhood there. I felt very welcomed, you know, for the one day I was there. very cool who, who were you always a fan of wrestling or and if so like who were some of your favorite wrestlers like growing up yeah so like uh when i was four my, my dad was in the military and we were in germany and we didn't uh we didn't get a lot of tv channels like he had four options they're the afn networks especially you know what the army gives you so i didn't i didn't have like cartoons or anything uh and then i just discovered wrestling and it was like the most craziest thing i had seen at the time you know with the you know the gear the way people look the face painting the big big man fighting and stuff like that so like the, the second i saw that that was everything to me like wrestling was just number one like my entire life so it's just like as soon as i saw it, it was hooked uh as far as my favorite wrestlers growing up like my favorite bar none's the rock uh if i had to like somebody asked me this on reddit the other day if i had to do a top four it'd be the rock uh chris jericho scott hall and kurt henning so top four that's, that's yeah that's yeah that's very uh, good top four uh you i, I want to switch over to, to pwe because you headlined the show this yeah. past weekend against hot dog starks and you lost to a hot dog yeah well Th- i don't know if, a, i don't know if the Undertaker <laughs> is a hot dog like let's, See, this let's... is a big controversy <laughs> i've seen this controversy that a hot dog has, has defeated you so you're claiming oh, yeah. that the, the Undertaker not an actual hot dog and you're still yeah. undefeated it's it's not alive. Have you ever seen a dead hot dog? I don't think so. So I don't. That's, I don't, I, that's not a hot dog. That's that's a Undertaker. <laughs> that's a, another being, brother. That's fair. Well, that's valid. What what was it? Uh, you know, man eventing the the PWE show and you know wrestling on IWTV and going up against Hot Dog Starks. It, it's sick, man. Because it's like this company believes in you enough to like give you the main event of their show. It's on IWTV. Uh, they've they've been behind us the entire time. Let us build this feud. I mean, we we got this feud over on ESPN, man. Like Hot Dog Starks was there, and in 2020, you know, called to me my personal record. Like he showed up and got in my face on on ESPN. So it's just kind of it's just kind of cool for me and him to 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 like uh, have this like epic feud and and like a company behind it really believe in it, really promote it, and just like give us that opportunity. And I 
uh, it's it's a definitely a special memory for me, even though I, I lost unfortunately to a guy who <laughs> is not a hot dog. <laughs> what, what what would be some other uh, memories that really stand out from uh, really from your pro wrestling or from your eating career? Uh, I would say um, <clears throat> in pro wrestling, really early on, I think on like match sixteen or something. Uh, the school I trained for, Grapplers Anonymous, they they were hosting a show. It was one of their first shows, and they. They trusted me in the semi-main against Daniel Garcia. And like, you know, like Daniel Garcia should be wrestling, uh, I don't know, the best people in the world like he is right now. He should have been doing that, you know, years ago. Um, but like to, to to have that sort of trust, to be in there with that guy, that one always is pretty special to me. And then, you know, of course, the one on AEW with, with Brian Cage, just to be able to go out there and, and do what I do and be myself. And uh, they let me do that. And Brian Cage, you know, worked with me. So like those are probably the top three. Uh, as far as eating goes, my my best memory in eating, <clears throat> like I mentioned earlier, you gotta uh, you gotta qualify to make it to Nathan's. So I qualified in 2013, I qualified in 2014, and I didn't qualify in 2015, 2016, and 2017. I actually lost seven qualifiers, and most of them I lost by like one or two hot dogs. So I was I was really down. And then in 2018, I was like, you know what? Like I will never ever watch this freaking contest at home again. Like there's no way I will never not qualify. And I went out to the first qualifier of the year and I hit it out of the park and I qualified. And I've qualified every year since then. So that that Nashville qualifier really is uh, is really a special place for me. What 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 made you uh, turn the corner or get into that next gear to where you like now you just you just hit that next gear and never look back? I moved to Buffalo, man. Moving oh. to Buffalo changed my life. To be, be honest with you, I just sort of. I, I don't know. I just hit a point in my life where I was like, you know what? It's like, it's like now or never. And it was now. <laughs> uh, I mean, what was it about Buffalo that, that, that sparked sort of, sort of a change? I, I don't know. It's just like, I was in a good atmosphere, man. I was, uh, I moved up here cause my, my best friend from the army was here. So it's was, it was real nice to have like, uh, cause you know, the brotherhood of the army is, is something special. So to have somebody like that and, uh, to be able to train at a, at a school that I was getting to train at, man, like I, I was just excited to go train with those guys every Monday, you know, Wednesday, like just to learn from Brandon Thurston and ask him questions about wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, luckily got a good job, you know, met my wife. Like it just, it just sort of all happened for me in, in Buffalo. So uh, you mentioned being a big fan of ice cream. So when you're not competitively eating ice cream, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, favorite ice cream flavor. That's, that's a, that's a hard one. Um, I'll give you my favorite ice cream, which is fish food. So if I had to give you a food, it would be Ben and Jerry's fish food. Uh, okay. trying to, trying to, trying to think of a flavor, man. I don't know. See, I think the Can Ben you, and Jerry stuff like kind of counts as a flavor. Personally yeah. Speaking. We'll, we'll, we'll just stick with fish food. Okay. What, what were you going to say? Cause I cut you off and I apologize for that. I, you know, funny enough, I, I really like key lime pie. So like a good key lime okay. pie flavored ice cream. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, what's your overall favorite food? Uh, chicken wings. So chicken my, my, my favorite... a good place to live then, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I turned it all <laughs> around, man. It's cause I got those high quality wings in me, but, uh, chicken wings is probably my favorite food. And believe it or not, I, I would say hot dogs are probably my second favorite food. Like I, I won't eat them right after the 4th of July, but come, come December, I'll have some barbecue dogs, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do, do you have any, um, do you have any favorite like uh, eating YouTubers that that you like to watch? Uh, favorite eating YouTuber I like to watch is uh, probably Beard Meets Food, and that's because yep. Beard is a is a really good. He's so artistic. He's so like his videos are so well shot. He's such a good character. 
he's such a good person. He's very entertaining. Uh, he's very good at eating. It's just like, it's it's the top notch to me. It's like the the premier content for for eating. Like you, we all have to get on his level of production. Well, he's got the high production on YouTube, and he's also, I believe, the number one ranked eater in his country, and also competes yeah. in Athens um, on the Fourth of July. So he's he's a guy who's really doing it all. Um, mm. You know, I are you familiar with a guy called Brandon the Garbage Disposal Clark? Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> okay, I was just okay. That guy fascinates me because he seems to he he seems like the most fringe part of this community. Where like I think he can out eat anybody, but mm. like instead he's like like literally swallowing hot dogs to like mess with people and stuff like that. But yeah. I think it's entertaining. But you never see him in like the competitions or anything. Nah, man, that brother's a good eater, like uh, no doubt about it. But it's it's just like uh, well, you, there's so many people who are on YouTube eating a lot of food. So if you could find another niche for yourself, like why not go go that route? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm I'm a big fan. Like I like all those guys. Like uh, I think I initially discovered maybe like Randy Santel years ago, and um, mm-hmm. and of course there was of course Matt Stoney through the competitive and through YouTube, and uh, Joel Hansen has had a big come up. Uh, model versus food, all those guys. You like Joel? I like Joel. Yeah, do you? Yeah, I've I've done some traveling with Joe, so there's there's been some road stories where me and him will oh. go to like a city and knock out like uh, five or six challenges in a weekend. Man, Joe Joe is a warrior. That dude is yeah. just, he's great. I, that's so cool. I I would love to hear more stories about the two of you guys because yeah, that guy's very impressive. He he's one of the like he, he's a model, like he's a literal model, and yeah. he can eat like so much volume. But it's, I mean, it's it's impressive. That's really cool that you know each other. I, I tell you this: If Joel signed with Major League Eating, he'd be a top five eater. Like he's he's legitimately one of the best eaters in the world, and uh, it's unfair that he looks as handsome as he does while he's doing it. <laughs> well, it's funny when you watch his videos. Sometimes, like those women will be walking by the table and just like you know I've seen I mean? it, man. I've been on the table. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very handsome guy, no doubt about yeah. it. It's funny. I never get to talk about this stuff with anybody, so I'm, I'm just happy you even know what I'm talking about right now. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, last one here for you. Coolest thing you got in your room? Coolest thing I got in my room. All right. Let's see. I'm going to go. I just grabbed my Waluigi that I have hanging up oh, on my nice. wall. So I got a, got a Waluigi as my favorite Mario character. That's, that's probably, I, I, you know, like I got a hot dog trophy. I don't know. I kind of panicked on this one. It's the first thing I saw. <laughs> Wait, sometimes we catch sick. people off guard. Some people, yeah. some people are like, because we ask everybody. And yeah, some people are caught off guard. And some people are like, oh, I got this thing right here. So yeah. It's a nice little a capper to to the, the interview of all this. But Waluigi, that's a, it's a good Mario character. That's one of the kids' favorites. That's, I like that's, it. That's my go-to I, Mario Kart character. You know what? I've actually got, <laughs> you can't, I, I don't want to, this will take too much time, but I got some Mario stuff in here. I got a big Mario in here. Sick. Jensen, Jensen's yeah. got like giant of everything. Giant belts, I have, giant I have figures. A, I have a, a life-size uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Which, oh, um, man. That's yeah, yeah. He wears my. I don't have. I didn't know what to do. I have one of those papapkas that like uh, that Khabib Nurmagomedov wears, yeah. and um, I didn't have anywhere to put it, so I just put it on my giant Sonic, and he just like hangs out in our living room, and we call him Sonic Nurmagomedov. So, <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, but uh, last question I've got for you, Ronnie. Um, goals in in eating and in 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 pro wrestling, and in, in kind of a perfect world uh, when it's kind of all said and done. Like, what are the things that you wanted to have accomplished? Uh, and eating is actually really simple. Like I just want to eat 40 hot dogs on the 4th of July. Like that's, that's been my goal this entire time. Like even like my, my first 
like Nathan's, it was like, what's your goal? It's 40. It's always been 40. I've always, I've always known I can eat 40. I can't eat 40 in 10 minutes, but I'm going to one day. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get there. No doubt about it. Uh, as far as, as far as wrestling goes, man, I would just, I don't know. I guess my goal would just be doing it more. I just like to, to be wrestling every weekend, man. Like it's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like being in a ring. There's, there's nothing like entertaining the fans. And, uh, I don't know. I would like to not be able to have a full-time job and just be a wrestler. And that's pretty much my goal. But, you know, does that goal mean I sign a contract or, or what? I, I don't care, man. As long as I'm living and, and having fun with wrestling, that's, that's where I want to be. Awesome. Ronnie, we, I do. I do have one more question, actually. I don't know Shoot. if you, you <laughs> saw raw on 4th of July. Did you see there, this hot dog eating contest they put on and Otis is throwing up out yeah. there? Like, what do you make of, of something like that? I, I saw the highlights of it, man. And I don't, I don't know. It was just sort of like one of those things that like, I, I wish they would just reach out to me. Like I could have really spiced that up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could have, yeah. you could have, you could have flew me out there for that. And, and it would have been nice. Like, I, I don't know. Like uh, it, it kind of sucks when people uh, take a, take a jab at our sport like that. So I, I don't know. Just, Ask me about it next time, I guess. WWE, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I would have been, I've been able to give a lot of cool tips and uh, probably made that better, even if they didn't want to feature me on it. Like, I could have, I could have just showed them how to make it look like a better presentation, I guess. I don't know. Bruce, next time, next fourth of July, hit up Megabyte Ronnie, let him, let him consult on your, your terrible eating contest that you guys do. <laughs> Megabyte Ronnie, we appreciate, we appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you at. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com uh, forward slash Megabyte Ronnie or just at Megabyte Ronnie. I don't know how many of you guys know about forward slashes out there. Uh, you can find <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Megabyte Ronnie. Or I'm sure if you just type in there, Megabyte Ronnie, you'll find me. Uh, if you want to support me, the, the best thing you could do is just head on over to my YouTube and, and like it and subscribe to it. And uh, yeah, that, that'll be great. Again, thank you again for joining us. Love to have you back. I know Jensen has a million yeah. more uh, questions oh, yes. about competitive eating. I, I and... can do an entire hour-long interview <laughs> about just the, the garbage disposal, Brandon Clark. I've heard <laughs> like alone. So yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll be back anytime you guys want. Awesome. We, we we appreciate it, man. Thank you again for joining us, guys. We'll be right back here on the spotlight. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.